0: Welcome back, listener, to Discussing Marvel, a Miss Marvel after show. I am your host, Irving, along with.
1: You're the host, Eddie.
0: And today we are discussing episode two of Miss Marvel, titled Crushed. And the official synopsis of the episode is Kamala and Bruno explore the source of her newfound powers, just in time for a prilious adventure. So, Eddie, what are your first impressions of episode two, spoiler free?
1: First impressions was, wow, I was not expecting all this in the second episode, but I am here for it. I texted you right after I finished watching it that this is probably in my top three Marvel shows that they have released.
0: Yeah, you did. And I was like, I agree. I can't. It's getting real good.
1: What about you? First impressions, spoiler free.
0: Just like how you said, it was a great episode and it feels like an actual TV show. And I don't know if it's because they kind of have the blueprint of teenage shows, but this is what it feels like. It feels like an actual show. I feel like we go through an actual act structure in every episode and it ends on a cliffhanger that feels organic and makes sense. Unlike before it felt like with other shows, the cliffhanger felt forced because you have to end with a cliffhanger. But like (laughs) these last two that we had was episode one was a very simple cliffhanger of the parents are upset. And then here it was like, bam, the, the stakes are higher, but it didn't feel like the world is going to end at the end of this episode like it has with other shows.
1: Yeah, and I understand why some creators think of it as a Disney Channel show. The quality is obviously not a Disney Channel show, but it has that act structure at, like you said as a TV show that
0: it that's what makes it
1: like good.
0: Yeah. And it just goes to show you that there's no pleasing everyone. First, they're upset that it doesn't feel like a TV show. Now they're upset that it feels like a TV show. It's just Marvel is on its fourth phase where now it's cool to be like, you know what? I never liked it. It was never good to begin with. Like, that's where everyone's at right now. And I honestly do think it's because nobody knows where we're going and they're getting desperate. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) They're starting to yell, are we there yet? And, you know, Uncle Kevin is like, if you say that one more time, we're driving back to Winnipeg.
1: Yep. (laughs) He's like, we're not there for 10 more episodes slash movies slash
0: TV shows. (laughs) So hang on tight.
1: It's going to be a long (laughs) ride.
0: (laughs) Wait, at this point, he's like, go ahead, go to your other your other uh, streaming services that cancel every good show after two seasons like you'll be back we'll Mm -hmm. still be here it is like my only constant thing in my life that i know it's gonna be there for a while so i'm grateful and uh, i know it sounds like you know we're simps for the marvel universe but I just hate everything else. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a very hateful person, but when I like something, I just binge on it. And that's, I don't care to get to know anything else for a while because I put all my effort into a small amount of things that I like at once. Yeah. And this show is something I really like right now.
2: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: This is the part in the episode where we give our mandatory spoiler warning for episode two of Miss Marvel. And with that, let's take it from the top. We see Kamala arriving at school and she's like a whole new person. She has been reborn. And she is just breezing through these hallways and she's not going to let any of these boogers get in her way. And I'm, I'm here for her. I'm glad that she is standing up for herself. Without being a jerk.
1: Yeah. She has a secret and that she can't share with nobody. So she feels that empowerment of, yeah. I'm cool, but you don't know it yet.
0: I love that she corrects the coach on the pronunciation of her name. And as someone that has always had my last name butchered, it is uh, good to see that she actually cared enough to correct it. Because, I mean, I never cared because I hate my last name. So I was like, you could butcher it all you want. I want to change it. But (laughs) I'm glad that she stood up to that gym teacher. Yeah. And I'm glad you told that couple, you know what, there's a reason why they're wireless, you can stand further apart, go make out in another locker room, or go to the drama stage, like there's no one there. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And then we get Bruno showing up because he wants to know more about her powers.
2: Oh, sorry, I
0: need to see it, you know, because the videos you sent me were just flashes of pink light and I didn't see anything. Well, you
2: didn't see anything. I tried to shrink and, and, and fly and talk to ants and none of it worked. Wait, what, what makes you think you have any powers? Because we're both charming and we look a lot younger than we are
0: it was crazy i
2: mean everybody said that i should have been live streaming it but i really just wanted to live in the moment you know i heard zoe's follower count like quadruple this weekend i mean she had physical contact with the superhero obviously people are going to be interested it's because like she knew that like i could be the one to handle the lippy that i was wearing during oh, adventure God.
0: God. Okay,
2: yeah, just imagine how many followers the girl who saved her would get. I
0: feel like secret identities are
2: secret for a reason. Yeah, but a million followers. That's great. Can you just show me, please? Okay. after lunch. Why are we happy? She's always famous. Gross. I mean, it all happened so fast.
0: Okay. I laughed really hard when I heard her talking about how many likes and how many followers she can get as a superhero. Because that is literally the whole point of this show called Ultraviolet on Disney Plus, which I just started watching. And it follows a girl who finds a Lucha Libre mask and it turns her into a superhero. And she is literally struggling with whether she should share her adventures on social media or not. And she does and it gets her in trouble and it's like really good. And, Eddie, you should check it out because it's got Lucha Libre and there are Mexican superheroes that live in East L.A. Nice.
1: Yeah, you will definitely check it out.
0: If I was a superhero, I would be all over social media. I'd be like, yes, I want those sponsors. I want the followers. I would be selling everybody everything. You're getting your (laughs) erectile dysfunction pills. I'm selling you mattresses. And I'm selling you psychiatrists. (laughs) Isn't that the whole point of our society at this point? Yeah, for sure. I love that Zoe brags about that night. Because, I mean, like I said, I would too.
1: Oh, for sure. I would be like, yeah, I got saved by this new superhero. And, yeah, why not?
0: (laughs) Yeah, I want to be on the ground floor. I want to be the president of her fan club. And then invest all her money. <laughs> <laughs> I love that she basically gives her the Nightlight name. And I'm like, I'm sorry, y- y'all can't make fun of this because some of these superhero names are just as dumb as what she came up with. There's a reason no one goes by their names. And when they do, it's a joke. Yeah. We see that she's going to have a party and she invites this new boy. Cameron, and Kamala decides that, you know what, we should all go to this party, and I just love her confidence. Did you get invited to many parties when you were in high school? No. <laughs> wow, we really have been losers a very long time, haven't we? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love that
1: Nakia calls this New superhero bootleg Captain Marvel. It was hilarious.
0: I mean, she's not wrong (laughs) because I mean we know what the definition of bootleg is, thanks to Chippendales Rescue Rangers. So technically, she is, but soon she'll work on becoming her own persona.
2: Yeah,
0: we see Kamala and Bruno had to the theater and she's showing off her powers and things don't work out very well so they decide that she needs to work on them so eddie it is time for my favorite thing in the world a montage
1: so it looks like your power isn't coming from the bangle
0: it's coming from within you like the bangle unlocked the superhuman part of you okay i'm glad that that was the way they went like i mentioned last week i did not want the bangle to be the source of the power i just wanted it to be the key
2: Mm -hmm.
1: well i found that interesting too because spoiler alert to wandavision we see that the hex kind of gave monica rambo her powers. well didn't give her her powers it unlocked her powers so I'm very interested to see where Marvel goes with all these new characters they're introducing is they're getting something something unlocked in them is it the X gene I don't know we will see but I am yeah. excited for it
0: I mean that could be a way for them to still have people's lived experiences and still give them powers because that's going to be the hard part is like how do you introduce them while still have them have the lived experiences and make them who they are Mm -hmm. i love that she is not very strong she can do a push-up and i'm like girl same and (laughs) (laughs) i think it's cool that we kind of see that the heart light is not very strong and she has to kind of work at making it stronger Because I've always thought it was funny when we would see people with telekinesis and they're just like throwing everything in the air, but they probably couldn't pick up a car with their hands. It's like, how does the strength work? And Mm -hmm. how do you work it out? And here we kind of see that, no, she needs to work hard and concentrate to make the heart light hard. Yeah. We see that Kamala and Nakia are late for prayer. And they are very frustrated with the conditions of the mosque. The bathroom is falling apart, and we learn that there is mold in the carpet. And Eddie, I am so glad that they're showing her religion as just something normal in her everyday life.
1: Yeah, I thought it was really cool. And as someone who is not educated in Muslim religion, I found it very fascinating and cool to see on a marvel show
0: yeah especially like i said it wasn't like a big deal it was just part of her routine and the things that she does and we love to see that kamala suggests that nakia should run for a seat on the mosque board and she's not really like into the idea But then someone stole her Versace's, Eddie, and that's where I draw the line. (laughs) We see Kamala ask her mom if she can go to Zoe's house. And her mom actually lets her. But she says that the one condition is that she has to come in through the front door. Were you surprised that the mom said yes? After the events that happened the previous night?
1: I was surprised, but... I feel like the mom kind of learned a lesson of trusting her daughter that she's going to make some mistakes and she's going to learn from them herself that she's building, I guess, that trust.
0: Yeah. See, at first I thought the same thing, but then I remembered... Kamala and Zoe used to be friends. Zoe's mom used to drive Kamala to school. So she's not going some random person's house. So mom's mm-hmm. like, "I know who Zoe is. I know her parents. You can go."
2: Yeah.
0: She probably doesn't think it's going to be like how it is, but she knows where she's going. Yeah. And I noticed that too that whenever I was wanting to go, if it was if it was to someone's house, who my mom knew who they were and who their parents were, it was a lot easier for me to be able to go than if Mm -hmm. it was someone she didn't know. Yeah. And Eddie, Zoe's party has everything. It's got music. It's got asshole boys that tell you that it's non-alcoholic. And then there is alcohol, which is never okay to do. It's got the lights. And it's got um, Cameron jumping off the pool house into the pool and he belly flops but he said he didn't feel anything and he's also not cold and i don't know how to feel about this boy
1: (laughs) yeah i love that kamala after taking one sip asks if she's drunk (laughs) 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 because Uh, i feel like we've all done that our first
0: time drinking am i drunk (laughs) It's like, oh, I drank like two sips of this Mike's Heart lemonade, guys. I think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna hurl. Somebody hold my hair. (laughs) (laughs) I do love how she can't compose herself in front of him. And I've always hated boys that were like naturally thin. I hate them so much. I'm so (laughs) jealous. We see that the police show up and. Cameron offers up his sexy car and we see a bit of a connection on the drive home.
2: Your uncle's car is so cool. I love the color.
0: Thank you.
2: Black. You know, you can can take her for a ride sometime if you want. Really? Yeah. She can't. She failed. Ow. what she did. You, You backed up into the car, remember? Yeah, thanks, Bruno. I almost forgot about that. It's fine. I failed my first time as well. Wait, is this Sweatshop Boys? Yeah. It's really cool that you like this kind of stuff as well. Do you like watch, I do Bollywood movies and stuff? Uh, Obviously. <laughs> but only the greats, like Boziger, other stuff like that. I mean, it's not a surprise you like Boziger. It's only SRK's best work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I cool. know popular opinion says DDLJ. D-D-D-L-J. Yeah, of course. I like wine cigar. You do? Yeah. Oh, good. Cool. Man. I didn't realize you'd, you'd uh, seen it. It was good. I watched it a few years back. It was very pleasing.
0: Yeah. Oh, Bruno. You got to ruin the moment.
1: <laughs> yes. I love that he is trying so hard to be cool and try to put himself in a cool position but we know that he's not he's
0: a nerd and he's kamala's best friend (laughs) i love how he's like it's black the car is black i'm like bruno you literally made gloves with led lights that i could buy in the alley like (laughs) calm down boy But I could totally relate to how Bruno feels when you're in love with someone and someone a lot cooler and a lot hotter and a lot thinner just shows up. And it's like they're having a connection and you're just like, what do I do? And the right thing to do is you just hold it all inside and you cry yourself to sleep like a regular person. (laughs) I love that he calls him Brian. And that cannot be a mistake like it feels like it's a joke on people of color's names usually being butchered or said wrong at least that's how he took it
1: yeah he looks like a brian
0: he does he does look like a brian, <laughs> you know and she gets his number not his insta but his number and i mean she's a nerd so everything's happening so fast all at once And when she gets home, she's just having the time of her life, just dancing and just living in this alternate reality. And I just want to live in that reality because it's a lot more fun than this reality.
1: Yes, I love the montage of her going through the kitchen, grabbing her Capri Sun and (laughs) dancing. And her mom and dad are just like looking at her like what's wrong with her
0: (laughs) she on drugs (laughs) they're like this is why why we don't let her out (laughs) no you know what this reminded me of have you seen hairspray yes i can hear the bells yes like that's all i could think of and she's planning her wedding in her head and i don't blame her because at this point i'm really like are they really gonna make me choose between bruno and cameron because it's not it's not even close like i'm sorry bruno (laughs) yeah sorry bruno (laughs) and she's gonna get driving lessons can you imagine getting driving lessons from like the cool new boy she's hit the jackpot she's got new powers the new boy is after her what else is there she just needs the likes and the follows (laughs) At school, we see that her, her nose starts to glow, and she can't seem to get rid of it. So she rushes to the restroom, and here we see Nakia just being, like, the bestest friend anyone can have. And I feel like as, like, weird nerds that weren't very popular, you tend to have, like, a really small friend group, but you feel like they're, like, actual friends. Yeah, for sure. Do you think she's going to tell her soon? I feel like she will, because
1: Nakia seems like a very trusting person, and they're obviously going to go on this campaign together to get her part of the board, so, yeah.
0: Yeah, I just find it weird that they haven't told her, because it seems like the three of them are really good friends. And, I mean, the only reason why Bruno knows is because he happened to be there. But to not tell her, I don't know. I'm just wondering if they don't think she can keep the secret. Mm -hmm. We then see Kamala asking Nakia how she makes it look so easy. How are you making it look so
2: easy? Easy? It's definitely not easy. My whole life I've either been too white for some people or too ethnic for others. And it's been this very uncomfortable, sucky in between. So when I first put this on, I was hoping to shut some people up, but I kind of realized I don't really need to prove anything to anybody. Like when I put this on, I feel like me, like I have a purpose. It's probably why I ran for the mosque board and Remember, you're the one who convinced me to do it in the first place.
0: I love you. I love you too. I love Nokia so much.
1: Yeah, and this scene definitely resonated with me because I feel like sometimes as a Mexican-American person, it's like you can't be, you're too Mexican to be American, but too American to be Mexican, and it's, balancing and juggling both cultures and it's hard and i i feel what she's going through
0: yeah i felt the same way uh mine was because i didn't speak any english when i was a child so when i was learning it was the most it was the most awful thing and it was to the point where when i would go to like esl classes even the kids in esl would make fun of the way i would pronounce words in English. So then I hated that the fact that I spoke Spanish. Like I hated that about myself and I just wanted to make sure that no one could ever tell that I can speak Spanish. But as I got older, I came to the compromise where I just won't speak clearly, period. So then <laughs> everyone can hate me. Yeah. <laughs> so it truly is telling Kamala that she can't really be focused on getting all sides to like her. She just needs to be herself and like herself. And when you like yourself, the right people will, will follow. Yes. So we get a return of Mr. Wilson, who I love very much. And he tells Bruno that he's been accepted into Caltech. And then Bruno's like, oh, um, I need to think about it. And he's like, this is your... Andrea Sachs moment. I am Miranda Priestley telling you that you're going to be my assistant and we're going to France. Emily has been taken care of. You're going to France, Bruno. And he's like, I need to think about it. <laughs> <laughs> Eddie, you know how I feel about these storylines, right? With kids uh, not wanting to do something because of their crush or their like stupid high school boyfriend or girlfriend. No, I don't. I bring it all the time. I hate it when they're like, no, don't choose love. Choose your future. You're 17.
1: (laughs) Yes, which is true. but Yeah,
0: it's like, I know having a boyfriend or a girlfriend seems like the most important thing in the world right now, but you don't have to dumb yourself down to get people to like you.
1: Yes, for sure.
0: But then on top of that, he's trying to get Kamala to go do a little bit more training, and she's like, I have other plans, and we see what the other plans are, and I support her change of plans, to be honest. Same. (laughs) Eddie, we're such jerks. We love a new toy and money, don't we? (laughs) (laughs) We see Kamala's driving skills, and she drives as good as I drive. We drive the same. I am Kamala at this point in my life in the driving department. And we see them stop by a place to get something to eat. And I love that they both talk about their moms having a crush on Bollywood star Kingo. Because I just love that they're referencing the Eternals. And it would make sense. Yeah. So good. (laughs) And then they run into Amir.
2: Hello. Brother. Sister. Who's Kamran? He's our cousin.
1: Our cousin? Like you, me, cousin? Yeah,
2: yeah, um, I'm Uncle Chowdhury's nephew. Through marriage, of <laughs> course. <laughs> I mean, yeah, look, look how big he's gotten. He's just, like, sprouting like a sunflower. <laughs>
1: uh, Uncle Chowdhury is
2: from Pakistan.
1: How come you have a British accent? Oh, uh,
2: see that was actually just a bit I was doing. I'm a, I'm a huge fan of the Great British Bake Off. <laughs> I love that show. I just binged it, so I was just doing a bit.
1: Oh man, that was good, you got me. Nice to meet you, cousin Kamran. Okay, we should go.
2: I think I remember you, man. If you're looking at Haram um, things on the internet, we called you Haram.com, Ron. I'm we'll gonna call you that from All now right. on. All right, dude. All right. <laughs> All right, see you at dinner, Kamala.
0: Nice to see you. He knows they're not related, right?
1: (laughs) Well, I don't know. I feel like I come from a very big family that I don't know most
0: of my cousins. So mm, I can relate. (laughs) Well, the reason I say that is because we know that Amir loves his sister, right? And he can tell. He's not dumb. When she's lying to him. Because they're siblings. You can always tell when your sibling is lying. Yeah. And he just had this look in his eye. Where he's like. Okay. I get it. You like this boy. And. I'm your older brother. So. I'm gonna. Let you know that I'm watching. But I'm not gonna embarrass you.
1: Yeah. I love that. We get. Introduced to. Taisha. Which is his fiance. And. She knows. That. They're not related, for sure. Yeah,
0: (laughs) Everyone's just going along with the bit. And I do love that they bring up the fact that this boy sounds British.
1: Yes, it was hilarious.
0: It's like, can he at least be like Tom Holland and put in the work and sound American? (laughs) (laughs) It always, like, trips me out when you hear actors with, like, an accent speaking with their accents. And it's like, oh, yeah. I mean, if you can sound American... I can sound American. I just have to work harder, Eddie. Let's see.
1: Work harder. Uh. (laughs) 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 Novel English.
0: (laughs) We get a dinner scene where we learn that Amir went through a goth face. And they bring up Hot Topic. And I just want to see those photos. I think that it would have been funny if they would have just, like, recreated it just for the fuck of it because it would have been funny but did you go did you have a goth face eddie
1: i did shop at hot topic once and zoomies so i wasn't uh i didn't have a goth face but i had like a skater emo face you were a skater boy? <laughs> uh, no, I was just a poser. I had the skater <laughs> shoes. <laughs>
0: you, oh, were they Etnies? Yes. Oh, my God. How <laughs> did I know? How did I know they were Etnies? Maybe because I had Etnies, too. <laughs> <laughs> See, I never had a goth face. I was more into the 2000 glam. So me and my best friend, it was very glittery, leopard print, big sunglasses. Yeah, very bright colors. We were very on the opposite side of Goth. We then learn more about Muniba's family. There's a story about Muniba's family from during the partition. You know, they had to get onto the last train that was getting out of the city. Yeah? Now, her mother, Muniba's mother, Sana, who was just a toddler then, she got separated from her. On the train station. Her father tried to find her, but you know, he was injured and needed a walking stick to get around, so he couldn't really keep up with her. Mm. But here's the thing: nobody knows how that little toddler, Sana, managed to get back on the train just, just before, before the train pulled out of the station.
1: <laughs> well, what did Sana say happened? How did she find her father?
0: Sana always said that she, she followed, followed a trail, trail of, of stars.
1: stars. It- right back to her father.
0: What happened to Sana's mother? Oh, we don't know. She disappeared that night, just like many others did. I didn't think we were going to get such a deep dive into the family's story so early in the show
1: neither did i and it got me excited because you can see the mom be very nervous about the story and i like where it's heading
0: yeah, and it could be something where everyone's magical, like the the lineage has magic, but they've suppressed it, so it never it never came to be. Because we saw this in WandaVision, where Wanda used to be a baby witch whose power would have died on the vine if it weren't for the bomb,
2: mm-hmm.
0: forcing her to use it. So maybe that's what happened, and that's why... Mom doesn't have the powers because she doesn't believe in this whole cosmic alternate way of living, so her powers never really came to be. And Kamala, she's all about the cosmic. So her powers flourished within her. And the bango just set them free. Yeah. Do you think that the Trail of Stars were heart light or what could they be referring to?
1: Well, when they said stars, it kind of reminded me of America Chavez and her portal opening stars in Multiverse of Madness. But I don't know.
0: Because when you're a toddler, anything that glows, you could describe it as a star. Yeah. Right. So because when they said that she followed a trail of stars, all I thought about was how earlier in the episode... We saw Kamala lily-patting on her heart light, yeah. which looks like floating stars. Because mm-hmm. stars, they're, when you're a kid, anything shiny could be a star. Yeah. So I really hope that they explain what these stars were.
1: Yeah, I also love that they gave us a history of India and how the British just came and colonized it and broke it apart and this is the stuff that we don't learn in American world cultures because they don't want us to know about it.
0: And because the, they don't care to teach us because they're like, what do you care? <laughs> yeah.
1: And it, no it's and it's crazy. It's I find it so like fascinating that that these colonizers just come and destroy civilizations just like they did when they came to america
0: i know eddie we have these bad genes for a reason (laughs) (laughs) we see that the bangle starts to act up and a mysterious woman kind of reaches through and kamala passes out and everyone's concerned and i love that mom's like did you not get enough to eat Or did you eat too much? And it's (laughs) like, oh, parents, we can never win with them. (laughs) (laughs) We see that Kamala calls her grandmother to find some answers. And the only thing she learns is that the bangle belonged to her mother, Aisha. But she doesn't get any more information. So she goes to her mother to see if she can explain anything about the bangle and she doesn't want to talk about it and all she has to say about her great-grandmother is that about her grandmother is that that woman brought shame on our entire family so she's kind of stuck in learning more about her family nobody wants to talk about it yeah We head over to the mosque and the celebration is in full swing. And I love that Bruno is wondering if he's dressed too bright. And I noticed that people at the mosque seem to be very friendly with Bruno. So he must be like a longtime friend of Kamala. Yeah. Because he doesn't feel like he's out of place. He just feels everyone treats him like, oh, yeah, that's Bruno. Like he's like always around.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: we see that nakia has some big plans since the whole mosque is there and all they want to do is eat and gossip
2: you look amazing no no no, no, we don't have time the entire mosque is here with nothing to do but eat and gossip gossip yes the illuminantes actually they know everything if there was ever a time for me to make my case to the board it's now oh yeah yeah sorry for maximum outreach we need to and conquer yeah you are going to start with the mosque bros, yes? Come on, the mosque bros never respect the halal gap. Hey, I mean, at least the Pines boys are easier. Their life is one giant halal gap. After that, we will mobilize the Sunday school teachers to help infiltrate the Instaclip. Bruno, your group should be relatively easy. It's the converts. Technically the reverts. But to do that, you have to make it past the mini Harami girls. And last, the ones who know it all and will not not let you forget it. The Illuminantes. I'll talk them. Okay. Meanwhile, I have to go after my white whale.
0: The Illuminantes, they know everything about everyone. That's where their clique is so big. It's full of (laughs) secrets. Yes. (laughs) I just love this scene because it shows that they're a group of people with their own culture. And not everyone's the same. Just like every group of people has not everyone being the same. Yeah. And uh, I would totally want to be with the Illuminantes. Which, by the way, is like the greatest name in the history of the universe. (laughs) Yes. Like... The amount of girlies out there that are probably trying to take that YouTube name right now. I'm one of them. It's me. I'm one of the girlies. <laughs> um, but it's true. Like, the tias, they just know everything. I always love sitting around the tias and listening to the gossip because they always talk about the one that didn't show up.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Which in my family, there's always one that doesn't show up. And so the tea is always flowing. I love that Nakia is going after Kamala's dad. And he's like, well, I'm he's my friend. And she's like, but I'm your daughter's friend. And then she starts to plead her case. And it's just funny because the dad is so about the American dream. And she's kind of using that to her advantage.
1: And it's working. And I hope it does.
0: I really hope it does, too, because she is working really hard. I mean, she's even like. With the food vendor, you know, he's saying, like, what do I get out of this if I vote for you? We see over at the Department of Damage Control, Agent clearly is talking to Zoe. And it starts off really good. He's like playing good cop. But then he goes in really fast and saying, Did you do this for attention? Which poor Zoe, she's like, Wait, what? I would never want attention. And then, Eddie, we get the the arrival of the true villain of the show, Agent Devere.
1: Nothing like she looks nothing like me. Oh, so you do know what she looks like. What else do you know? Hmm?
2: Nothing. nothing. I I didn't really get a good look at her. I mean, it, it all happened so
1: fast. Did she have an accent of any kind? No. Was she Latina? I'm, I'm sorry. I'm supposed to say Latinx now, right? No. Yeah. Middle Eastern, perhaps? South Asian? Let's do the tri-state sweep.
0: Search every temple, community center, and... and mosque. Just be respectful.
1: The FBI is already surveilling. Let me know that.
0: Got me. See, these are the true scary villains in the MCU. The ones that exist in real life. Yeah. <laughs> like, she came in and she's like, I'm going to say every single racist thing I could come up with to scare this poor little white girl. Yeah. And, and it she worked. Was.
1: She was. Yep, she was scared.
0: <laughs> like, why do you think it's so difficult for them to find... Kamala like you'd think there'd be so much more surveillance but it seems like there's not
1: yeah especially at a convention like that
0: yeah it's not because we've seen that they have access to like everybody's camera Mm -hmm. so I don't know it just seems weird that they couldn't like trace back how they got home I mean I don't know. It just—I just feel like sometimes the world of the MCU is super technologically advanced, and at the same time, it's not, and it's just like inconsistent with what they can and cannot do. Yes. We then get to see Kamala trying to get more information from the illuminantes
2: Body, 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 body. The change, the change that we need, and um, can we go back to my great grandmother?
0: Oh, your great grandmother.
1: My family knew her. Many people knew her. And probably wished that they hadn't.
2: Why, what do you mean?
1: You have a good mother, Kamala.
2: She did not deserve the shame this woman brought to her family. What kind of shame are we talking
1: here? My father called her a snake. She put a curse on everything she touched. Curse?
2: I heard that she had a secret affair. And took off with someone. I heard she had many affairs and she had a secret family. I heard she killed a man. <gasps> Dead. Happened during partition.
0: Okay, some of these people are seem too young to know first-hand accounts of what the great-grandmother was doing. Yes. Because if her grandma was a toddler and people are like, I don't know, it just feels like some of you guys are too young to have, like, firsthand information.
1: Or, like you said earlier, the cheese man always follows when they're not there.
0: <laughs> True. And it, it's one of those things where it's like, we're, like, four generations down, and they're not letting it go. And when you see what happened during those events, it's like, Guys, isn't there like more important things to gossip about than what one woman was doing? But at the same time, we know that all these stories could be true. They could just be exaggerated. Mm -hmm. We see a boy fall out of a window while trying to take a selfie on the mosque tower. So here's Kamala's opportunity to be a superhero. And she's able to save him. And we see that he's the one that stole the shoes. How dare he? Eddie, he was (laughs) wearing them Versace's. Yep. She should have let him fall. (laughs) You know how I feel about children. (laughs) (laughs) But she doesn't. She saves him. But the bangle starts to act up. And we see the mysterious woman. So she loses a concentration. And the heart light breaks. And the kid falls. And he's like, ow, my ankle. It's broken. (laughs) how did you feel watching kamala do like her first true superhero heroism
2: i felt
1: it was very rookie and i liked it because i feel like when other superheroes do their first saving i guess they always like look cool and it's an awe for everyone but it was nice seeing her struggle and kind of fail
0: <laughs> yeah and not just that but had like a shitty costume while doing it right like every like somehow tom holland spider-man and all those spider-mans they're seamstresses yeah. they know how to sew a goddamn fucking suit to a t they know their body yaddy yadi. Which we know that, like, there's drag queens that can't even do that. But you're telling me some random boy from, the, uh, from Queens who's into science all of a sudden is, like, the greatest seamstress in the history of the world? <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, I'm sure he doesn't know the difference between Cotton and Jersey, but he somehow did the suit. <laughs> we see that she thinks she's safe, but the Department of Damage Control... Shows up with these crazy drones and she has her first experience of running away from the law. And like you said, it's just as messy as her first save. And luckily for her, Cameron shows up and she gets in the car and we hear a mysterious voice in the back seat. And it's the mysterious woman that we had seen in The Visions. Eddie, how gagged were you when she showed up back there? I was shooketh. (laughs) And then when he says, I'd like you to meet my mom, I was like, they're related. (laughs) Gross. (laughs) And the episode ends. So, Eddie, is this Aisha, the great-grandmother?
1: I want to say no. Because, well, I don't know. Because I feel like she would be older if it was. Because, obviously, she's the great-grandmother. But I don't know if the powers are making her just stay the way she's looking. I feel like this is another person, not related to her family per se, but someone who knew her great-grandmother and also had powers. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: So, yeah. What do you think?
0: I want to say yes with an if and no with a but. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> so that leads me at i don't know like <laughs> if it weren't for the fact that she was seeing the visions because of the bangle then why is there that connection like i want to say she's evil because i think everybody is evil especially beautiful young people but they seem to want to help her but at the same time I don't know, because like you said, she is too young. She it's conveniently showing up that it's just like the weird part. Mm-hmm. So.
1: Well, what I think is that. It's not that she was having visions, it's that she was. Entering a another dimension, which we see in the last episode. And I feel like this new person was also there and saw her enter. And now she's trying to reach out. Maybe she might be the baddie for the show, which would be cool. Or maybe she might not and explain to her what her powers do and
0: mean. Because it could be that She's not the great-grandmother, but she's just part of the line of people that have had the powers that the bangle offers. So it could have been just her trying to communicate with Kamala. Yeah. Through the bangle. Because it's like, are they related? Is Cameron and Kamala related? Because if they are, like, bro, what the hell? (laughs) yeah (laughs) she was telling the truth (laughs) she was but then it's like see i knew he was too good to be true like the whole time i'm like you know what they are working way too hard for me to fall in love with this boy over bruno and it worked and i felt lied to i felt deceived (laughs) would i do it again absolutely but i still feel lied to yes what do you think they want
1: i don't know Maybe they
0: we're flying blind, Eddie. We are literally (laughs) (laughs) flying blind.
1: Maybe they want to steal that bangle and harness more of their power. I don't know. I don't know if this is dabbling in into Mephisto corner, but maybe they don't want another Muslim hero in the mix, or maybe she is the villain and. She wants all the power to herself.
0: Like she's been waiting for someone to come through with the power. Yeah. Yeah, see, because that's a hard part. I feel like he was working way too hard to get her to like him really quickly. Mm-hmm. And they clearly were following her or at least keeping an eye on her. Yeah. And I think the fact that we still don't know who the bad guy is, which, I mean, in my opinion, the bad guy is agent of Fear, like she is the ultimate baddie in this universe right now yes (laughs) do you think we'll see the inhumans or would they reference the inhumans
1: i don't know i don't know if they are going to attempt to introduce the inhumans again they talked about it a while back when they were going to make a movie about it and then can they you, did it. There's they a did timeline a show? out there with that movie, <laughs> but they, it wasn't.
0: It wasn't Kevin Feige's show. The it wasn't. Space, yeah. um, came in and was like, "I'm gonna do it."
1: Yes, exactly. It wasn't part of the MCU, and there was a dispute. So maybe this is their way of reintroducing them in the MCU. But who knows?
0: Yeah, because you know, spoiler alert for Multiverse of Madness, but. Man, Black Bolt looks so good in that show, Eddie. His suit is probably the best suit I have seen in this whole universe. <laughs> I can see every single ab, and I need that man in this universe. Like, now I need his trilogy, <laughs> I need the posters. But I think that at this point, as a fandom, are we just not able to just be like, yeah, whatever? We'll just pretend that Inhuman Show didn't happen. Yeah. I mean, we're at the point now where we have actors playing two different characters, and we're like, yeah, sure, why not? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I think just because, I mean, like, we're not comic book readers, so we're not close to Kamala in that regard, but that seems to be a big part of her identity. So, erasing it over a stupid show from, how old is that show now? Like, almost 10 years old, probably? It's pretty old it just seems dumb that i mean we're all adults here and even the children are able to be like yeah whatever let's forget about that tv show bring them in why not yeah if they're gonna do that with the x-men and everyone be fine just deal with the inhumans i don't care bring everybody in everybody's yes. hot and muscular i yes. want everybody <laughs> so who was your favorite character this episode
1: my favorite character is probably going to be probably her one of her best friends, Nakia, because she is here for change. She is here for equal representation. And that story she was telling Kamala resonated with me and I and I am here for it. Nice. What about you?
0: it's gonna be cameron not because he's hot and because he's filthy rich and has a nice car and is super thin but it's because like i said i love that this is a teenage show and here comes like the boy to come and throw like the wrench into like the whole dynamic of the main character and the possible love interest yeah and i think that they're not going to be related because i want them to keep that whole well, they won't they scenario Mm
2: -hmm.
0: and i think bruno has gotten a little bit too comfortable and you know he needs some competition so he can step it up a little bit (laughs) yes what was your favorite part in the episode
1: oh geez there were so many good moments i loved the testing her powers montage at the beginning i loved her dancing around and singing and i loved them at the market talking about all these groups of people that they need to convince it was it's was just all so good <laughs> but yes probably the the testing powers montage nice at the beginning what about you
0: i think my favorite scene was when nakia was like okay We got everybody here and she just started breaking down everyone at the event because it was it reminded me of Mean Girls in the cafeteria. Yeah. (laughs) So it's just going to have to be that scene. So, Eddie, it is time for Mephisto Corner. I feel like this episode dumped a bunch of stuff on us and we don't know where to go. So try to pick up some pieces and what do you make of them? What is your Mephisto Corner?
1: Well, we I kind of gave my hand already of what I think might happen is this new person who has who she has seen in the visions is either going to be a guide to help her harness her powers and explain what they mean, or is going to be the baddie and going to try to take that bangle and take her powers away that's it
0: Hmm. (laughs) what about you i think my official theory is that we still haven't met the we still haven't met the the baddies i think that cameron and this mysterious woman are fighting the baddies and they want kamala's power to win whatever conflict they have so they're not here to they don't they don't wish her harm but they want to use her kind of a thing so i mean that's all i have i know that there's i know that um people have read the comics kind of already know where the show might be going and uh It makes me glad that we haven't read them. Because I like being surprised. Yes. I hate knowing things going into stuff. There's a reason I deleted my social media was because it ruined Multiverse of Madness for me. So now I'm like, it is fun going in and not knowing what can possibly happen. So that about wraps up this episode. I have been your host, Irving.
1: And your host, Eddie.
0: And this has been Discussing Marvel, a Miss Marvel After Show. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. Please be sure to leave us a review and join us next week as we discuss episode 3 of Miss Marvel.